When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We would be honored if you would join us. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back to another video. Today we've got an excerpt from, you guessed it, Paul Duncan's Star Wars Archives. This one is from the original trilogy. So I've covered quite a bit from the prequels, from the prequel book, which is 1999 to 2005. This one is going to be covering episode four to six, and we have something pretty interesting. So George Lucas explains near the very end of this entire massive book, he explains how Anakin morally was allowed to become a ghost. And this is something that a lot of fans have discussed and theorized and speculated on over the years and decades is how were the Jedi just like so okay with Anakin being a ghost now? You know, Yoda and Obi-Wan now seeing Anakin standing next to him like, oh yeah, you know, you killed a bunch of younglings and you essentially turned the whole galaxy against us and almost wiped us out completely if it not were for your son. But yeah, it's cool. You're here now and uh, yeah, welcome. Welcome back, dude. So he explains it pretty well and we're just going to go into it and then I'm going to talk about it too. So there are these few lines here where Sebastian Shaw, who was actually the Vader that we saw when Luke took off the mask, says that George Lucas directed me. I didn't know why we were doing it. I thought it was for publicity or something. George just said, look happy and smile. So if you didn't know, the original version of Return of the Jedi had Sebastian Shaw standing in as a force ghost as Anakin Skywalker. Then, of course, with the revised DVD edition, I think it was 2006 or 2007, uh, don't quote me on that. Anyways, it was a revised edition. They put Hayden Christensen in there. So that's why you may not know who Sebastian Shaw is, depending on which version you've seen. But all my OG fans out there know the truth behind who was really Anakin in the beginning. Okay, so he essentially just has him smiling there. And Howard Kazanjian says, I said to George, why? This guy, he's like Hitler. He's killed. He's done all of these terrible things. And now we're saying he's equal with Yoda and Obi-Wan as if he's gone to heaven or whatever. George pointed at me. He was real close. And he says, isn't that what your religion is all about? And boy, that was like being slapped on the side of the face because yes, it is what my religion is all about. And obviously his, but I hadn't thought it through. George then goes on to say, I decided that the scene would give more closure to Luke's relationship with his father. When Vader joins the Force, he's able to retain his original identity because of Obi-Wan and the Jedi Order, because they've learned how to do it. So this for me is, I didn't know this, you know, I, I was like, okay, they're just putting Anakin in there. But when I read this, I was like, wow, this actually goes into a bit of religion, which if you didn't know, a lot of Star Wars kind of does. So the whole theme, I believe, for George Lucas's one to six is redemption. That no matter how terrible of a person you are, what path you may follow um, for better or worse, 
In the end, it is never, ever too late to change your ways, regardless of what you've done. You'll have to answer for those actions and for the choices that you've made. I'm sure society won't let you go free, but you can always change. And it's never too late. And that's case in point here with Anakin. I mean, he did some of the most terrible things that you could ever imagine. Not even just betrayal of his friends, but, you know, killing younglings and killing just innocents for decades. And now he's, you know, slumming it with Yoda and Obi-Wan. Be like, hey guys, how's it going? You know, last time you saw me, I was just wreaking havoc on the Jedi Temple. But here I am. Thanks for the open arms. And I actually made a little bit of a, a spoof of this in the Once Upon a Theory video that I made for season two. And it was where Vader in that scene dies and then the ghost of Mace Windu comes in there. And he's just completely furious. And he's like, you're not going to become a force ghost. There's no way that's happening. Now, you're probably wondering, how did Anakin become a force ghost? Well, it's actually explained in one of the novels. The novel is The Rise and Fall of Darth Vader. It's the one with the pink cover. And it's sadly legends. But it explains in that split second, we kind of go into like a few minutes, actually, within like I don't know, the Matrix, you could call it, where Obi-Wan is speaking to Anakin as he's closing his eyes and dying in front of Luke. And Obi-Wan and Anakin are having some sort of internal monologue, almost like they're speaking inside of Anakin's head. And Obi-Wan is saying things like, hey, look, stop wasting time, listen up quickly, otherwise you're going to cease to exist forever. So essentially, Obi-Wan in those few seconds taught Anakin how to transfer his essence into the Force. And this is all thanks to Qui-Gon Jinn, who learned it from the Shaman of the Wills. Now, the Shaman of the Wills goes way back to like before episode four, when George Lucas had this idea that Star Wars was going to be seen from the point of view of these godlike beings called the Wills. And eventually, you know, they got thrown into the Clone Wars and so on and so forth. But these wills are where Qui-Gon learned how to transfer his essence into the Force. Now, Qui-Gon didn't fully finish his training. That's why we never see him in his form. We only hear his voice. You heard it in episode two. And you were supposed to hear it in episode three, that scene where Yoda is on Polis Masa and he's meditating. He's actually communing with Qui-Gon. There's a full deleted scene with narration and everything where there's dialogue and Qui-Gon is speaking to Yoda and Yoda becomes his student, actually. So essentially, Yoda's master is Qui-Gon Jinn, uh, which is funny enough, you know, later on in his life. So if it wasn't for Qui-Gon teaching Yoda, Yoda wouldn't have been able to teach Obi-Wan and then Obi-Wan taught Anakin Skywalker. Now, as for how that goes further beyond, you can make up your own interpretation of that, but I'm sticking to the first six, and I believe George Lucas's story ended with that. So with that being said, I think the idea of George Lucas putting that in there for us to kind of subliminally just understand that, hey, he can roll with the Jedi once again because he's changed his ways, and the idea of forgiveness to forgive for whatever someone has done. And there's somewhere else in this book where it actually explains all of that. George Lucas is talking about how forgiveness is one of the most important things of the Jedi. That the Jedi have the dark side in them too, but it's how much of the light that they want to use. You can't just be all light and you can't just be all dark. You have to have this perfect balance. I have to find the excerpt, but it's pretty interesting in itself, and I'll make another video on that. But he's essentially talking about how the Jedi themselves learn to forgive they learn to move on, whereas the Sith just continuously hate and they hold on to their anger forever, which in turn fuels their power, but it's not good for anybody. It just kills them on the inside. 
And that's essentially, in my opinion, the reason why Anakin Skywalker died in the end, because it's not that he was necessarily so badly beaten by the Emperor's lightning. I mean, don't get me wrong, he was. He wasn't really breathing, he wasn't really... But there were ways that he could have survived. Luke could have taken him, put him in a back-to-tank or something, or, you know, he could have used the Force to stay alive. You know, Vader's been in some pretty tough situations. So, you know, much worse than this point in his life. But the thing is, he was ready to move on. He was ready to die. And he let go of this anger and that's what allowed him to transfer his essence into the light side of the force is because he didn't hold on anymore he didn't have any more resentment and as george lucas was saying in this book so the reason for his survival and we're covering a lot in this video so i hope you enjoy this one because i feel like there's a good amount of information coming here from all of this different things that i've read from george and I believe that the reason he died wasn't because he was so sick and ill or, or, you know, damaged. It was because he let go and he was ready to move on. He was ready to go into the force and he forgave his past and he realized that Luke was right and Leia was right and that he was wrong and the Emperor was wrong. Hate is wrong. You know, if you've seen Karate Kid 2, Sato always says, hate is wrong. Okay, well, I hope you guys enjoyed this video. Um... Love you all. Leave a like if you did enjoy it. Subscribe if you are new here. Uh, new videos every single day. And I will see you all in the next episode. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you. Always.